Hello, yummy mummies. Welcome to Beyond the Bump, a podcast brought to you by Jade Caldwell and Sophie Pierce. This podcast is targeted at mums, mums to be, and women in general. And gents, feel free to have a listen too. It's a place to have real discussions and ask real questions, no matter how hard, with honest and authentic people. The aim is to have you feeling lighter, more supported, and more understood after every listen. Now, we can't promise that it will always be kept PG, so please be mindful around little ears. Here we go. Today on the podcast, we are talking to Lydia, a mama of a six-year-old boy, Addison. She speaks about her experiences with being a single mother, dating as a mother, finding love again, and then blending a family. We apologise about the noise disturbance from the wind at a couple of points in this episode, but we promise we're learning as we go. We hope you enjoy. Hi, Lydia. Welcome to the potty. Hi. Sorry, Sophie. <laughs> oh, this potty thing's going to stick, isn't it? I hate it. Sure is. I just wanted to thank you for coming in to um, talk to us and everyone, I guess, about um, being a single mum. I know it's a, it's a personal, a personal yeah. topic that not a lot of people talk about yeah. and, and a lot of people go through I yeah. Guess. yeah and yeah we thought we'd have someone in that has been through it all and come out the other side and yeah, yeah just chat to you about a few things yeah we think it's um you know motherhood can be challenging enough as is um yeah. and doing parts of it, of, your, of it alone um is not something that necessarily jade and i have yeah. had experience with so that's why i wanted to get you in because we know it's you know quite a a Common, lot of mums yeah. that go through this. Um, so, yeah, hear it cool. from your perspective. And disclaimer, little Yumi's little um, here. teething, so she doesn't want to go to sleep. So, so we've she's got in the an, middle sitting on the She's Lydia. in the middle. We've got an extra host. <laughs> Num- number one. So do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Uh, sure. I'm 20, uh, almost 29. I live on the Gold oh. Coast um, and I have a little boy, Addison, who's just turned six. Um, I was a single mum for about four or five years and now I have a beautiful fiancé and two stepkids and um, – You're giving away the – Sorry. The, uh, sorry, <laughs> the ending. That's a wrap. Okay, thanks yeah. for coming in, Lydia. Yeah. See, you. See you next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, do you want to do you want to talk about like like how long you'd been with him before you got pregnant? Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to start, that's from the what start. I just wanted to yeah. say. Mm. To yeah, just yeah, so yeah, people yeah. get an idea yeah, of how. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So how how long were you and your Addison's dad? Addison's yeah. dad together. Uh we you had him. We were together for three years before we yeah. had Addie. Yeah, and then so. how long after? Addison, did you a year after? A year so after. yeah, had Addie, and then a year later, I moved up to the Gold Coast yeah. just with Addie. Oh no, actually, I moved to Byron Bay where I met you, mm-hmm. and um, you. then <laughs> and then um, yeah, from then on, Addie was from when he was one. I was a single mum up until about ten months ago. Yeah, and yeah. how old? And he's six. He's so. six now. So yeah, yeah to, for about four years. Yeah. Yeah. And how was that time, I guess, transitioning not only as a single mum but yeah. transitioning to interstate? Um, I feel like I just kind of, I don't know, I feel like now I think about it and it was a big blank moment of my life and people remind me of it and go, how did you? Because I started a business 
I moved up here by myself. I lived, I moved in with a complete stranger. Um, who was also a single Who was mother. also a single mum, yeah. And it was like a really full-on time. I just kind of like sped through it. But it was super, super challenging because at the time I was going through um, heartbreak and then I was guilty from, you know, leaving and things like that. But I was also super happy because I had freedom and did was doing what I, you know, needed wanted to do. to do and needed to do, yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, it was a really challenging time, especially like you move up, you need finances, you need a job, you need support. Um, and I moved to Byron Bay. My parents, oh, my mum was in the Gold Coast. So I was doing travelling a lot um, and then, yeah, realising that I couldn't really do it on my own and thought that I could do it on my own for a long time. Um, yeah, and then asking my my mum for help and friends for help and things like that and moving in with friends and... And I know that you, <clears throat> you know, there was a, a long period of time where you really struggled to find that balance of working oh, and caring yeah. for him, yeah. finding a daycare, the right yeah. daycare, yeah. making sure that he was going to be okay. And yeah. then I think the hours for you were just so hard to manage. Yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things for single parents. It's like how do you manage to work and be a good parent and be there for your child uh, but then also just create that balance when it's only one of you. I mean, you're everything, aren't you? you? Yeah, 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 exactly. So, and I put Addie's health. I need a sip. Yeah, have a sip. Oh. <laughs> a headbutt. And a headbutt. <laughs> Yimmy's yeah. gone hard. Um, yeah, so I started my business, which I thought would be And what was that? Easy. Um, personal training. So Because that moved, is flexible with hours. Yeah, flexible with hours. And I started, I was like, I'm going to do a mum and bubs boot camp and um, flexible with, you know, hours, money, all that sort of stuff, and then realised that I had to pretty much put most of my time into Addison because, you know, he was not suffering but there were repercussions of, you know, him moving away from his dad and um, I was in like a crazy emotional state as well where I couldn't be away from him too much but then you have that struggle mm where you want to yeah I wanted my time I needed to be able to provide for Addison as well so trying to find work um as well as starting my own business having Addie um taking care of him as well I just had to really learn how to balance and what and learn what my priorities were and at the end of the day my priority was Addie so I kind of struggled for a little while. I had to take him um, out of daycare for I think about five, six months or something because I couldn't afford the childcare payments. Um, and oh, I and must then, I must say yeah. that the whole way Centrelink works is yeah. quite. Yes. Hilarious because in a way they want you to be a mother and stay at home yeah. and make that good for you but mm-hmm. at the same time they make it hard when you start working yeah then the they prices take, go yeah, up and yeah. then it's like well I'm actually better off staying at home yeah exactly but how can I do this because I need more money so you yeah it's like little, it's little literally like a spiral yeah. sort of thing and it's just like you work more but then they don't help you out as much but then you don't work as much and you can't make enough 
for you and your child. So I was trying to like find a house at the same time and then trying to work at the same time and then try to be there for Addie at the same time and it all just got. And Addie's probably getting sick of going. You know, I mean, if you own your own business and it's personal training, if you don't go to work, it's not like. I don't get paid. You don't get paid. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then so I tried, you know, getting like a, a regular job and you know you go oh I can only work in these hours and these hours and I can't work weekends and I can't do a close and I can't do an open and I can't mm. do this and people like well we you know we can't accommodate for that yeah so it was so difficult to find a job as well as yeah it was just like this big juggling act to be honest I like put it out of my mind a lot of the time now because um yeah, it was just a really hard time. I mean, Jade was there for me a lot through all of it and, like, saw me struggle emotionally and mentally and financially and all that sort of stuff. And then, yeah, yeah, I didn't. But I knew that you were going to come out of it okay because you were strong. You're a yeah. strong person. Yeah, I think most single mums, like, you, you just have to, you be, have to be. Yeah. I just can't even imagine. Like, I have, not only do I have... Like a husband. Yeah. I have a husband who is very hands-on. Yeah. He owns yeah. his own business and he's yeah. owned it for long enough that he can be quite flexible yeah. with his time and he is home a lot mm. um, and has a lot of freedom with work. And, you know, everyday mothering things I find hard enough and yeah. I've been lucky enough that, you know, Poppy's 20 months and I haven't yeah. gone back to work. Yeah. Um, and so just the layers yeah. are just. Yeah. And also... I think, you know, that's just with one. Yeah. Oh. And I just think when I have my three on my own, two, I I just managed, okay, I could do two and he could go away for work for yeah. two weeks and I'd come back and I'd be okay. Yeah. I, it's funny because when I said that I, I really wanted another child, he said, oh, I said, it's fine. It'll be exactly like the, the two that will have three, but I'll be fine. I can do it all. And yeah. especially you probably thought that because you're like, oh, the girls are Easy. older. They're but a bit more independent. I think that's a mum thing. You just think you can do it all. Well, I'm not sure if because it was because you can of the mental the breakdown end. or if it was yeah. because three is so much harder because yeah. you're off balance. But yeah. basically I always think of these women that are with, for whatever reason that they are a single mother, yeah. whether it be divorce or death or, you know, your own Just choice. Yeah. yeah. You think how, without a break, how are you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How yeah. are you? Yeah. But because single mums, like you have to just be strong. You just have to like because you think if I have a breakdown, there were so many times where I would like sit in my bathroom and have full-blown panic attacks and mental breakdowns and be like, suck your shit up because you've got to go out there and be a good mum. Make if you're, that cereal. Yeah, make that cereal. <laughs> and like you kid, you feel bad if you're around your child and you're like a blubbering mess and you're upset all the time. And I think that was like a whole lot to do with, how I felt a lot of the time. I was so guilty. Was I one felt... of the main reasons you moved up here because it was closer to your mum? No. No. I I, I just, well, kind of, I guess, because I was in Melbourne um, with Addie's dad and I had no family. I had friends but no friends that had kids. Mm. Um, it was really, really isolated. Like mm. a big part, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and, I mean, I had 
I think about nine months after I had Addy, I got diagnosed with severe postnatal depression. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a lot to do with my environment. I had no support. I was by myself all the time with Addison while his dad was at work. And, um, yeah, it was just really hard. So I just thought, well, if I move back home, it'll be easier. And, uh, you know, I decided to leave the relationship as well. So even though that's what I wanted, I held a lot of guilt from that oh absolutely so yeah and you know all my friends are like you're doing the right thing because you know you need to be happy you need to be supported you need to be around family and friends and he shouldn't be around an environment that's not happy yeah exactly and I had to think of him and myself so I did that and I was glad that I did that but then on the other hand like you just feel so you're like what am I I doing doing (laughs) like but you knew it was right and I yeah with with not that we're focusing on that, but with postnatal depression mm. and even just becoming a mother for the first time, I think that being aware of these vulnerable feelings because mm. you're at work, you're independent, you have all this time with your husband or your partner, yeah. then all of a sudden he goes back to work, you are a mother, yeah. you have a completely new a complete new role and on top of that you're sitting there going, well, what now do I do? I feel lonely. Yeah. I feel isolated. Yeah. I have to look after this child who does give it. You can't talk back. Yeah. So because you just think you're going crazy. Mm. I, I think as well, like now it's a lot more common to talk about it. Like we have things like this podcast and we have mm. social media, which is a lot more um, like it's a lot bigger these days. So people talk about it. Which for but, all its negatives, at least there are people yeah, yeah, out but there that I mean, do talk about even it. Even back when I... Um, had Addie and was going through postnatal depression, people didn't really speak about it either. So it wasn't even that I was lonely or isolated. It's it like was embarrassing for you, yeah, isn't it? You don't yeah. really well, that you're- I, I think it also is tarred with the brush of like, um, and Jade, I know you've said this before, of, oh, if you've got postnatal depression, it kind of means that you regret having kids or you, or you don't yeah, really yeah. love your family failure. that much yeah. or it's your kids' fault that you have yeah. postnatal totally. depression. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's like when you when you talk to mums, whether they're single mums or, um, you know, together with their partner, it's the same thing. It's like I didn't think that this was normal and I felt like I was the worst mother on earth for feeling this way because you're not meant to feel this way when you're a mother. You're meant to feel happy and, you know, on a high all the time, which it's not like that. Do you think that took part of um, separating or do you think this was? I think it was all just mixed together in one, like not having the support was a big one and then not being happy where I was contributed to that and then also all the hormones and then like every mum knows like the biggest change to your life ever. Just a mix of all of that, I think just it all added to it and I got to a point where I was like I can't do this anymore something needs to change like I need to move or um yeah and and I did and it was the best thing I ever did in some ways and I'm gonna ask you a question sorry so you're not talking to me yeah that's fine (laughs) (laughs) no I was gonna ask you and feel free to not answer Mm. if you don't feel comfortable but um I think one of the things I think of is when you are trying to find your new partner, mm. you obviously are going to, like depending on how long you're dating, Yeah. when is the right time to introduce someone into your son's life? 
that's you're jumping uh, way down the track <laughs> yeah I'm jump the gun. i was literally about to ask do you mind if i ask if you plan to conceive your child <laughs> oh, well, i'm bloody back there okay we're do going way back no 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 um no we we didn't plan it at all like we but you did want kids i did want kids but um I think I wanted kids because I think a lot of people can probably relate if they're being honest with themselves is because I was super lonely. Yeah. So um, I just really wanted kids and thought it would complete my life. Yeah. So Someone and that, I was like, has to be with I was you like, I'm and bored. I want, you. Yeah, 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 like I want kids and then now I'm haven't been bored it's not in like six years. <laughs> it's not like a puppy you yeah. can to the yeah, farm. Exactly. Sorry, that happens. Yeah. And I was young. I was 21 when I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. 20, yeah, I was 21. So um, I was a baby. The reason I ask that is not mm. to try and be like intrusive. Yeah, I yeah. think that, you know, you can be just as happy about finding out you're mm. pregnant, whether it was a planned yeah, conception exactly. or yeah. otherwise. Like I didn't mean that in a rude way. But yeah. I think that some people, um, when there's issues in, like I hear people quite often say, you know, like, you know, they're having issues in their relationship. So they have a child oh, to totally, fix that. Yeah. And it wasn't until. I had a child and I, and I still feel like I have a very stable relationship and, you know, we're good at communicating. But <clears throat> I remember getting six months in or so into Poppy's life and turning to Nick and just being like, oh, my gosh, um, imagine thinking or going into this thinking this was going to save your relationship because it – a child is just a magnifying glass. Yes, like it is yep, just totally. like, oh, let's just pick up every every bit of you shit know, we I got. Mean, I mean, it's not until I had Poppy that I looked at like I I, I love him more than I've ever loved yeah. him. And when I see them to like when I see him being an amazing father, yeah. I love him more than ever. But there's also times you just want to tear their head off, whether yeah. that isn't even their fault or not. It brings up it brings up so many more challenges that you yeah. don't even think could challenge your relationship so you have to be solid yeah and and it doesn't mean that doesn't mean how long you've been together I think that you need to have a a foundation before you make that decision of having children yeah Yeah. knowing that I roughly know who you are because when they become a parent and you become a parent you are a completely different person that Uh you never know what type of parent you're going to be you make you make I made out that I will never children iPads. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Every three hours. <laughs> we will, we will do iPad. that. I want to go outside. No, just take the iPad. <laughs> I can't be bothered watching yeah, you outside. I'm not pushing you on the swing. <laughs> so, you know, I think all that um, mixed in. Yeah. Oh, and suddenly that, you know, you have to make such an effort to have time for one another. Um Yes, most just, night, most nights you're not pumping into bed thinking, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, ready to pounce you. You're like, yeah. oh, my gosh, I could not be asleep yeah. faster. Yeah. Don't touch and, me. And yeah. the more kids you add to the mix thinking you're going to change it, yeah. it actually, for a while, for this time that mm. you have children, you two are here next to each other. You more you put, you pop out, you're going this way. Yeah. You're still there together, but it is yeah. a really big thing yeah. to mm to be whole and get through it because Mm. it is, especially when we travel, it is just getting through it together and Mm, going, you know what, we are a team. Mm. We have got to stop fighting. And the only way you can be a team is if, you know. Well, you have to come to that level ground and go, well, what what are we aiming for here? Like we, we still need to be together. You have to find that level ground where you're like, 
we need to be the best parents for these kids. Let's do it together. And we and don't want to run to the exit door. Exactly. And do you yeah. feel like without putting, like, you know, you'd never want to put blame on Addie. Do you feel yeah. like, you know, we can just say generalism, becoming a parent, maybe yeah. magnified things in your relationship that were oh, already there. Yeah, totally. That you were totally. able to kind of sweep mm. under the rug because yeah. there wasn't this other life yeah, that course. you were looking at. I think a lot of people yeah. think of that as kind of like, oh, you can just sweep things under the rug and like you have a baby and it's all happy and this and that. And then, but having a baby brings up everything. Yeah. It's like, for whatever reason it is, it's just like everything gets brought to light. So, you got to have that And no matter what, you will have a connection with that father for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people, people always used to say to me, like, so what's it like co-parenting? And I'm like, just imagine whether they're a great person or not. Imagine your ex-partner being in their life for the rest of your life forever, always having to talk to them. So pretty, imagine, pretty much. Imagine end up, and a lot of people have this problem where they become enemies. And yeah. they suck in the kid and obviously yeah. sometimes make them, you know, a, a horrible situation. Yeah. But um, I just think imagine having that yeah. every day for yeah. the rest of your life. Yeah. Well, I even think like when I turn to Poppy jokingly yeah. and if she's, you know, done a shit in a nappy and I'm like, go ask daddy to change it, that's manipulative. And I'm yeah. like, it's that on acid. It's yeah. like that oh, yeah. on steroids yeah. that, yeah. you know, I can, you can, you know, you don't have to be a bad person yeah. Yeah. to fall into those habits. No, no totally um, not. Do it's, you want it, to talk a bit around that? Oh, it's, like, yeah. About I mean, co-parenting? And, yeah. Um, I, I get asked a lot, like, how I do co-parent with Addie's dad and I'm lucky because um, he he is a good guy and he cares about dad. Addie so much. He's a good dad. Um, and so he's he's a bit older than me, which is good because he's a bit more mature in the mind <laughs> in some ways. Um, they technically say that yeah, it take a little bit. That's not sure yeah. that you even have insight yeah. into that. <laughs> yeah. But, um we both just sat down to begin with um, and said, like, we've just got to do our best to get along for Addy. Like, at the end of the day, he's, up. yeah, he's our most important thing in our lives. So, yeah, we just got to put our shit aside. And it's hard. Like, it's really hard a lot of the time because we, you know, we split up. We're completely different people, but we're trying to be on the same page for our son and a lot of the time he doesn't agree with what I do I don't mm. agree with what he oh, does I mean a lot of the time even when you're in a like a good, in, relationship. In a good relationship you may not agree yeah. with yeah what they do so we just had to say like we got to put our shit aside and some of the time we have to remind each other and go D- like does this really matter like yeah we need in to grand yeah we yeah. want the best for Addy we don't want him at the end personally I'm always like I, I grew up with divorced parents. I grew up with parents fighting all the time. I want him to realise that even though his family isn't like a normal family, mm. even though mum and dad aren't together, we still care about each other so much mm. and we still respect each other because how am I going to teach him how Those to respect qualities. other people if I don't respect his dad? Yeah, and and the well same with, with him, with me. How is he ever going to learn to respect women if his dad doesn't respect his mum, yeah. whether we're together or not? And that's a huge thing to just swallow your pride oh. or swallow everything yeah. you have. It's so hard. And go, I'm going to do this for 
for this Our person. Child. But yeah. I think also um, kudos to you for making that decision. You know, you could see early on in Addie's life mm. that, you know, the relationship wasn't working and I think that it could have been not easy but you could have defaulted to, no, you know what, like I'm staying with him because yeah. it's Addie's father. But I yeah. think that um, the detriment that that can have on the child, yeah. I mean, I'm not oh. getting, like I don't know about no, the no. research on it, but totally. I, I mean, imagine, imagine the like a, and the an unhappy yeah. home. Yeah. can be yeah well I went know, way it. worse yeah. so yeah. so did your parents were they divorced or did they stay together they were divorced and then they got back together but there was a whole chunk of time where they were divorced and they just fought constantly it was like always back and forward and this and that and, and they got and back you together. probably felt like a chess piece yeah, yeah yeah um yeah and they got back together my dad that. yeah well my dad when my dad got sick my mum like, yeah, took care of him and, yeah, until he passed away. Right. Um, and, yeah, they kind of got back together and reunited when that happened. But um, I just think about that and there's there's pros and cons. It's like you, if you stay with someone that you're super unhappy with or, you know, you're unhappy in that situation, you can stay because you think you're doing the best thing for the child. But then there's repercussions later on in life going, well, I saw my mum or my dad put up with this or that and stay when they weren't happy and it brings up all this other stuff. But then I know from being a single mum, you go, what have I done? Like I've taken away someone from, you know, their father or their mother and you like I've held guilt like almost my whole life or Addie's life I should say um, from that because you go, well, what have I, you know, what are the repercussions of that? There's always going to be something. But at the end of the day, I had to do what was happening I mean, to me you, so Addie was yeah, happy. Yeah, if you were going to be the main caregiver yeah. um, and that environment mm. wasn't working for you, well, that Oh, might. yeah. But kudos to you as well because you could be in this situation forever and get to like yeah. Addison being... 10 years of age yeah. and you were cheating on yeah, your partner or, because you were just unhappy. You yeah. you made that decision yeah. before any of that happened Yeah, said, yeah. I'm going to do this because I need to. Yeah, exactly. And as, as hard as that was, yeah. you that is harder. That is yeah. the harder decision. Yeah, totally. Was, there, was it difficult for you to move here legally? Mm. I was pretty lucky because... Addie's dad never held that against me. Yeah. He he was never like, you can't leave because of this or that. Yeah. He wanted um, you to be happy as well. Yeah. I mean, he obviously it sucked that we were moving and stuff. And that came up later on where there is legalities where you can't move to a different state if you don't have the partner's approval and all that sort of stuff if the partner really wants to go yeah. down yeah. there. Um, but I was lucky that. Addie's dad didn't he he helped us move up like, oh okay amazing um so and yeah he just knew that I wasn't happy and, yeah you know that sort of thing so um yeah yeah and then he would come and visit yeah and so for us for up. a while um there so I wasn't doing the whole I know single mums that do the whole you know they have the kids the partner ex-partner has the kids on the weekend and then the mum has them during the week or, mm. pardon me, that sort of thing. But Addie's dad was still living in Melbourne. I was yeah. living up here and he would come up every, I don't know, two, three, five, six Month. weeks. Oh, or weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes it would be months. I'd get to like the six-week mark 
of doing it just completely mm-hmm. by yeah, myself. I was say that's about a single parenting, a yeah. single parenting. Yeah, and yeah. I'd get to about six or seven weeks sometimes and be like, and had the biggest breakdown. Be like, I cannot do this. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna throw problem. myself off a balcony. Yeah. Um, Yumi agrees. <laughs> yeah. So for the majority of the time, um, I did do a lot of it sort of by myself parenting yeah sort of thing so um and I had my mum to help me up on the Gold Coast which was good and I because I moved to the Gold Coast I had a lot of friends with kids that I could relate to as well and that were sort of a support to me and your Um, sister and my sister yeah she was huge because yeah you don't really get much of a life especially like you know on the weekends I, I didn't get much of a chance either to have like I was with Addie's dad when I was really young. I was 19, so I didn't get that whole party stage or anything. So, yeah. And I feel like a lot of – I see just on social media but a lot of single mums go through this where, like, they break up and they go through, like, this crazy period of, like, yeah. they go out and they're sort of dating and they're doing, you know, this and that and they're trying to, like, almost find themselves again and do the stuff that they felt like they missed out on when they were in a relationship. Yeah. Like most people do when you come out of a relationship and you go through a breakup but you've got a child. Yeah. So it's so much more, like, I don't know. It, it's just. And are you saying you went through that period? Or yeah, you yeah, I, I went through that period, period yeah. definitely, like. Um, well, I, it's finding yourself again, isn't it? Yeah. Who yeah. are you? Who do you want to be with? Who yeah. do you want to be? Yeah. Do you want to be with anyone? Yeah, exactly. You know? And I wanted to like, because I was like, I, I'm, I'm a single mom. Like I never get to do anything. I don't get to like go out. I don't get to um, meet up with friends. So when I would get that chance, I would, you know. Yeah. I zero remember, to 100. Yeah. I remember yeah. a period of time where I was going out every weekend. I think maybe not thank God for my sister, but my sister was like always <laughs> at my house taking care of Addie for a couple of weekends because I would go out and just, I, I didn't know what else to do with myself. It was like my release yes. sort of thing because I was such a, like I couldn't do anything else. I was just mumming all the time or working yeah. or um, that sort of thing. So it was a huge stress and through all of this, I think like the last four years of my life has been yeah, definitely the hardest years of my life. I went through so many emotional breakdowns. Been at Jade's house, like bawling my eyes out before because of breakups I've been through or something guilt of you know leaving. And there's just so so much to it. I also like your. I've got a few girlfriends that have been single mothers, but when I look at your journey, because I met you when you were just starting yeah. to become a single yeah. parent you were so hard on yourself and it is that yeah. guilt of yeah. what am I doing because I don't have a plan to go into but mm. I do feel like I'm taking this child on a wild goose chase yeah. thinking I don't know is this the right thing it's the wrong thing but I've yeah. got to do it but I was watching you the, you would feed him so well in terms of he would only have like the healthiest snacks, the healthiest yeah. foods, the healthiest things. Make sure he's got sunscreen on. Yeah, all these tiny little things is being yeah. an incredible mother. Mm. And yeah. you were always putting him first. Yeah, and I know you got frustrated, and I know you yelled sometimes, and yeah. I know that these things happen. But my goodness, like give yourself some credit. I would you have were doing a 
yeah. a two-person role yeah. in one, and that is huge. Yeah, I would have massive breakdowns because I would find it so difficult. And I think like a lot of, I guess, single moms would probably relate where I'm like I would scream at Addie out of my own frustration and mm. then feel so bad afterwards, mm. as you do as a mom. but because like you have no one else to bounce off when you're a single parent. I, or when you can feel yourself at breaking point, you don't have that other person that you can just go, I just need I need you. a break. Mm. I just need to just go in the bedroom for a yeah. sec. Can yeah. you just go deal with that yeah. situation? Yeah. I would put Addy in the lounge room after I'd yelled at him and then go into my bathroom and cry, but then cry because I felt so bad that he was out there and I just yelled at him. And I was like, <laughs> I, like I'm having a breakdown because I'm having a breakdown because I feel so bad about yelling at him and now I'm having a breakdown and still feel bad. Like it was just like this constant oh, circle. Absolutely. I was just a mess for four years, pretty much. Like I was just a an, an emotion. Yes. But I did, I think I do sort of now I look back at it and I pride myself on um, doing the best for Addy. There's things where I'm so guilty of. But I'm like, yeah, but I don't think I anyone did, looks back on the parenting it, journey and yeah. goes, oh, you know what? Now there's not like I couldn't yeah. have done it. Better. Yeah, like, exactly. Look back on a single day <laughs> and think that. Yeah. So, but now I just I, I totally give myself credit to, you know, how I brought Addy up and the things and the things that I stuck to that were just like my core values and beliefs. And I was like, you know what? No, nah, I'm not going to sway what I think or what I believe just because it gets hard or just because you know someone else tells me or I see someone else doing better. I'm just going to stick like stick to my guns about what I think. So How did it make you feel when you would walk into um or oh, say my house? Yeah. And I was with my partner mm. and my kids. Did that make you feel like does that Yeah. Do you do you go, I want this or do you go, oh like I don't No, I I struggled with that so much. Because like, I've never actually asked you that question yeah. and I don't know how sensitive it, it is. even like no. I mean, obviously I love I loved being around like my friends and their families because it made me feel like I had a family mm. in my friends. But um I remember just like it's such a vivid memory for me to I was always sitting like at on the weekends, I'd go to take Addie to the playground or the skate park or all this sort of stuff. Or I'd be like, okay, we're going to go on like a little date. We're going to go out for dinner, just me and him. And I would see families all the time just together, happy, having fun and all this sort of stuff. And it would, I would go, I would sit in my car and ball my eyes out afterwards. Mm. I would just like, I, I want that. Like I was so like. So so lonely. Even though I had friends around me, you want someone to be there. Even though I was confident in the decision that I made. Yeah, yeah. No, I think wanting that doesn't mean that you wanted to go back Mm. to what you had. Like, Mm. yeah, that's too. But yeah, it was really hard to see other families doing so well and being happy because that's what I wanted. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely a struggle I think it's normal for I think I posted about it a couple of times as well and got so much feedback from women who felt exactly the same yeah that could relate and it's totally normal to sit in your car and have the biggest breakdown because you have to do everything and you have no one else to do it with and you miss that like that intimacy with someone you miss the like connection you miss someone to having to bounce off and help 
with the I was going to say one of the biggest things would be bouncing off the, yeah, you know, like even Having Jade yesterday like said to me like, oh, Yumi's been like this, this and this. Do you reckon she's a little bit sick or do you think she's teething? And like, sure, like she asked a friend but like, yeah. you know, constantly you're asking your partner yeah. those things like, oh, like, yeah. you know, should we get up Second and get guessing. her or should we yeah. leave her for a sec to cry yeah. or, you yeah. know, and I do you think she'll myself. like eating this? And Yeah, exactly. You, d- I just felt like I was walking in the dark a lot of the time just trying to figure it out sort of thing because you'd ask your friends but you almost can't feel like you can relate to any of your friends because you're like well or sometimes asking people just opens up a can of worms because everyone's making it up as they go along yeah exactly a lot of people that know everything you know you're always going to get that person at the part that goes yeah you really shouldn't be doing that yeah you shouldn't be feeding him that yeah and you just see the highlights of everyone's life so you're just like i am doing so shit like i this is not this is not um how it's meant to be and you have this picture in your head of how it's meant to be um but, yeah, and I was just always thinking I want to give Addie that family life but I haven't found it yet sort yeah. of thing. So. And then can you um, tell us a bit about dating once you've got a child? Um, yeah, I think. Like when did you feel ready to start dating again? Oh, I, I was pretty much ready straight away because <laughs> I was just like. <laughs> mentally checked out a long mentally time Mentally checked out a while ago. But I, because I didn't. I didn't have anything else. I was just like, you miss that connection, like I said before and stuff. So I did start, I started dating pretty much straight away. And um, if I'm being completely honest, I kind of, I definitely regret a little bit moving so fast with people. I introduced Addy because I had no one else. It wasn't like... Addie's dad had him on the weekend and I could go out and, you know, see someone or go on dates or anything like that. So a lot of the time I I had minimal time and I, you know, Addie would meet people who would be a part of his life for a little bit and then not be a part of his life. And, like, I feel pretty guilty about that now if I had my time over. I And I say to my friends, take like, definitely take it a little bit slower, like, it's hard because you don't get that time, but well, I mean, your whole weekend, like, yeah, you, you don't have a no choice. Yeah, really. no, you don't have a choice. But um, I definitely wish I waited a little while to introduce Addy to certain people because yeah. I have a few regrets about that. Um, but now, like, now I'm in the best position ever, and I love like everything that I went through served a purpose. Obviously, yeah. But it was really hard to date. But I felt like people look at you and go well you're a single mum you can't date but you're like what what else am I gonna do do I just be alone yeah do I just be alone do I not look for my next partner or whatever so it yeah it kind of has like and were you pretty upfront with people yeah I have a son yeah super upfront and how did you find most people took that because you would have been pretty like you would have been yeah. like 20. Yeah. yeah. I was 20. I think I was 20, 24 mm. when I moved up here. So I feel like if you're a single mum when you're mm. 35 or whatever, I feel yeah. like other 35 year olds are probably like, oh, well, look, like I've if I'm out there too. dating, yeah. like, yeah, that's something that. Yeah, definitely yeah. they expect. But yeah. um, I think I was super upfront because I didn't obviously want anyone in my life that 
probably either didn't want kids or couldn't accept that I had a child. So I was super upfront where I spoke to other single moms and they're like, oh my gosh, no, I would never tell the person that I was dating that I had a kid until, you know, a month or two later. And I'm Mm. like, I could never do that because I'd be like, what am I going to do? Make you fall in love with me. And then go, surprise, I have a child. And then I really, you know, care about you. And you're like, I can't deal with this. I'm bailing out. So and, I mean, you can see well, it from both sides in the way see, that, yeah. like, I can see why a 24-year-old guy, yeah. this is no offence, yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. a bloody babe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd probably get over the kid to date you. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, you can see why at that age they might want to go, well, no, you know, I want to have my first yeah. child with someone who yeah. is their first child. And yeah. so I guess, mm. yeah, yeah, what is the point being, the like, age, two months down the track? Yeah, like, the age yeah. had a lot to do with it, like the guys that were my well it's almost and, sucking them in really yeah exactly and then <laughs> luring them in with your powers <laughs> yeah and then going ta-da I've got Surprise! this so, yeah so <laughs> I couldn't do that um I was super hey, bodybuilder <laughs> look like my muscles um yeah so it was it was like definitely confronting I found myself in a lot of positions where I would, you know, start seeing someone or something and they'd be like, okay, you've got a child, I'm now, sort yeah. of thing. And then some people, it's kind of a hard one to talk about, I guess, but um, I, I think the reason that um, I say that I sort of regret introducing people um, to Addie so soon was that a lot of people have different intentions and I got my heart broken and in that instance Addie had his heart broken too yeah absolutely and that's something that you know I have to deal with and I always think about I don't know how do I repair that or something but you can't really but if I had advice for anyone I would definitely say kind of just make sure you really know a person before you introduce someone to that little person's life because it yeah. you know they have little tiny hearts and they get so connected oh, to people as well <laughs> oh, like so and yeah and they and value they friendships and they totally. love that person yeah and then they go and they you're like yeah they're like where'd they go and you're like oh that's oh. it it's just oh yeah, we're not friends anymore yeah. yeah yeah so it's it yeah dating was like a hard thing oh i can only imagine yeah and um yeah, I don't know. I don't – I would just say, yeah, it was a really difficult time. But then you can't really not do it because then yeah. you, like, you have to. You, like, you, you have to go oh, out it's, and it's find natu- connection. It's a natural human yeah. thing to want, yeah, intimate connections. Yeah, with and I, I know some mums that literally won't date whatsoever, single mums, because they're so over, um, like, protective protective yeah yeah, which is like each to their own but I'm like oh I just you know you need you need something you need that connection with someone and I mean if I didn't I wouldn't be in the position I am today yeah so let's talk about that let's yeah let's like all morbid yeah I mean it's real that's what you went through yeah it was a a chunk of your life yeah and I think that's the thing that yeah I mean yeah, I think yeah, the whole getting your head around dating with a child yeah. I think would be really difficult. And I think it's also that balance of, oh, my gosh, I don't feel like I have enough time for myself and my child. Yeah. Like do I have enough time to add another 
person yeah. into yeah. that mix. It's such a balance. And... Like you have to really have to find that balance. But at the end of the day, from going through so many mental ups and downs when I was a single parent, I would just now if I could go back and have my time again, it would be just take care of myself and my own mental health mm-hmm. and mental stability because then that reflects onto your child and just take care of you guys first and foremost. And what and what do you think are ways that, you know, in hindsight you feel like you could, like in, even, you know, yeah, tips you feel, if someone finds themselves that they're newly single, like would, what, would do, what do you profession, think? Would professional advice give you more confidence to get through that journey or like, you know, um, um, confiding in, I mean, personally, I think that would be a a good thing to do. It's funny because when you become a single mum, everyone thinks that they're like a professional, like a psychologist and they're telling you all these different things. So it's super easy to get confused and think, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? Am I making enough time for myself or my child or, you know, this and that? Um, I think you just need to talk to people as well who've been through it. Like, do you feel like when you lived with the other lady who was a single mum, do you think that was helpful or harder? Or Shane's we, laughing because she knows <laughs> she knows what kind of time I went through. We, we were complete oh, opposite. And I mean, exactly. That's probably yeah. disrespectful. It's not like every single mother is yeah, yeah, the yeah. same. Yeah. yeah, pick pick people that are <laughs> like you, sort of thing, and then um, you know, relate to people and like talk about it because I I'm very open with my life but at the same time I didn't talk to a lot of people who had been through it or talk to people about it because I was a little bit ashamed it Mm -hmm. was kind of like yeah and especially because I made the decision Mm -hmm. it wasn't like big breakup or death or anything like that I made the decision so I was really kind of guilty being like I don't want to talk to people about this because it brings up so many emotions and this and that what if people judge me but talking to people definitely and then I think the biggest thing is just like allowing yourself to heal through things like I didn't I just kind of rushed into everything I think I did a pretty good job at like (laughs) handling everything but at the same time you really have to allow yourself to heal and deal with like the demons like be really self-aware and go well what what am I not happy with other things in me that I need to like just just, personal development yeah personal development is a huge one I think and over the last two years I've done a lot of that and I'm like god I wish I started focusing more on this earlier I, mean, I think everyone in general whether yeah you're a single mother or a yeah. parent you should do personal development yeah it's important. but because you're around I think it's more important because it's like you are you're reflecting onto your child so everything that you are you're teaching them so just like you need to be the best person you can yeah. for them and for a long time I felt so guilty that I wasn't where I was just kind of like, you know what, I need to back myself. I need to um, be honest with myself about what I need to fix in my life and where I want to go. So I feel like that is a huge thing as well. So And just finding that balance like and putting you and your bubba first, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So, And then tell us about your situation now. Um, so fast forward, mm. you moment fast forward of through hard years um 
I There's don't... a lot of planes in this area. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we're on a street, an airplane oh. street. Oh, yeah. Probably should have told you that before we went out for the record. Um, yeah, sorry. Go. I was going to, yeah, what were we going to? Uh, so now, I mean, I don't bag dating because that's how I met my beautiful fiance. Um, Beyonce. Beyonce and that rock girl. I know. Oh my god, I haven't yeah. seen it. Before. Yeah, yeah. Let's gush about it on a podcast <laughs> where, no, where no one can see what we're talking about. But seriously, that is yeah, that's ridiculous. beautiful. Yeah, he's he did you very well. I know. I liked yours, and then went yeah. off it. Yeah. Oh, wow. you, so you definitely went above and beyond. I didn't. <laughs> when he pulled it out, I go, "That's a bit much." <laughs> <laughs> but I'll wear it. <laughs> but fine, I'll wear it. Um, so Are we yeah, still talking about the ring. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, that put me off. What? What? Um, yeah. So Same my now. partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I met him ten months ago. At the club. At the club. Yeah. At the club. Yeah, yeah girl. Um, so, and we met through a mutual friend and we bonded because we were both single parents and had been through a lot. He had been through a um, recent separation as well, or not too recent, but a separation, and we just had a lot to um, kind of... Had a lot of things in common. Yeah, we had a lot of things in common and a lot of level ground, so we put things on the table straight away pretty much because I had been through enough and yeah. I had been through a lot of like torturous years and past partners and things like that and I just said, you know, this is what I want, this is what I don't want, you can pretty much leave. Take it or leave Take it. it or yeah. leave it. And I was like, leave. And I think bringing this back, like so mm. fast forward a few years to where you mentally are now. Yeah, I think for a lot of other single mothers to just, you know, obviously you've got to go through your own journey. But yeah, to get to time. a point going, this is no bullshit. So when I meet yeah. someone, this is who I am. This yeah. is what I have. Yeah. If you are okay with that, mm. let's continue to get to know each other. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. fuck off. Yeah, exactly. And that's pretty much what I said to him. Mm. Mm. Which is probably almost better for a relationship because I feel like most of the time when you meet someone you, in yeah. your early 20s, yeah. it's like you're young and you're, And you're like, oh, got, you make up th- things that you do. Like I go horse riding all the time and like. Yeah, there's like, like no, there's, there's yeah. no, you do. for want of a better word, there's no baggage that comes yeah. with you often that tests that. And I was like. There's yeah. a lot of bullshit, but like, but you know, like, I feel like it's like, oh, look at me, probably at my yeah. peak. Yeah. Um, no, I was all like, the time in the world for you and all the energy in the world for you. And like, yeah, of course, we're not, great. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I was just like, look, here's all my baggage. Yeah. I'm laying it on the <laughs> Do line. you want it or it's, do you it's not? Oversized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just like, this is all my shit. Like, well, I'm sure so, he just he laid out his shit too. Yeah, and I'm lucky. He's like he's very open and very honest. Oh, and so we just put it all out on the table. We've been through similar things before, but um, like one thing I wanted to like kind of um touch on was I wanted to say a lot of people go um you know, oh, you're, you're so seeing in the position I am now, they're like, oh, you're so lucky or you're so blessed or you're this or that. And I'm like, 
No, I I had to like <laughs> I had to do yeah. some shit. Like mm-hmm. I had to go through some shit as well. And people who know me well are like, "Oh, you deserve it because you've gone through so much." But it's not just that. I went through like a period of my life, probably like last year for six months, where I just worked on myself, yeah. and I I was at kind of like a really low point and I was just like you know what I need to actually have a look at myself what things do I need to fix about myself I had crazy anxiety to the point where I almost couldn't even step out of the house I was like I need to fix this stuff like I need to how am I going to find someone because when you're a single mom that's pretty much all you focus on finding your next partner but I was like how am I well just me or no, no. um yeah and I'm I was just like you know what? I need to actually do some work on myself I need to focus on myself I need to put myself first so I went through a really kind of like tough time of kind of like rediscovering who I was I went and saw a psychologist I started doing like meditation and not that they're all the answers or anything but I'm like Sorry, I'm laughing at Jade trying to eat a chip quietly. You couldn't pick an apricot? (laughs) A blueberry? Like, it was just like I was waiting for you to just choke or something because you were over there just like trying to. I usually open my mouth when I chew, so I was. Being okay, quite can you just pick something? Okay, oh, the I almond, know. of course. Oh, so just girls. go with the soft one. <laughs> Sorry, you were like, she's know, pouring her heart out, out and you're I'm over there not. like, you know when you try and whisper Sorry. and the harder you try, the louder it gets. Yeah. That's what I feel like she was I was like, breastfeeding. <laughs> um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> P.S., you're worried about swearing. You've got a really long oh, sorry. time. That was the first one, I think. Yeah, I think so, that was the first time I said Kudos to you. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so you're not, working on yourself. Yeah, I was sorry, working on and myself. We were laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> Make this feel chick. Yeah. Um, I'll stop eating. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just give it a rest for All a sec. Right. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, I had to do a lot of work. I had to do, I had to go through like a lot of things. And I didn't read like self help books or anything like that, but I had to just filter through my shit and yeah. just go these are the parts about myself that I don't like these are the patterns that I don't like and I had to kind of just become really self-aware so when I met my partner now I I was like the best version of who I wanted to be and he loved that like if he met me six months or a year ago it probably wouldn't have worked because we wouldn't have had such level ground or things in common and I wouldn't have been you know the person I am now so a lot of people kind of, I think in general, just go, I'll just kind of like mask all my shit and just hope it works out for the best. But you got to really. Well, I think it's get- true that they find that, like, you know, when you say, you know, you can't expect others to love you until you love Nothing. yourself. Yeah. And, and people always throw that around. You're like, what yeah. does that even mean? But I mean, like, yeah. you're kind of a walking, talking example that, it, like, not saying you didn't love yourself before, but it's like, how can you expect to. You know, yeah. get, no, like but you, find the best person you if had, you're not yeah. being the best version. Exactly, of you had a lot of things that you weren't happy with in yourself. Yeah. So yeah. how is someone going to come in and go if you if you didn't like it? Exactly. Personally? So I was like, well, how am I going to find someone who's kind if I'm not kind? How am I going to find someone who's generous with their time if I'm not generous with my time? It, things like that. Mm. I mean, so, sometimes opposites. 
truck. Yeah, some, <laughs> yeah sometimes. sometimes. I think on. about that when yeah. I'm like a troll. <laughs> oh, me, me and him are so different in so many ways, but it's like if you want the core values of yourself to be the same, you got to like back yourself. You and gotta, also you're content with who you are. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I, I am very content with who I am now and I wouldn't. So when people go, oh, you're so lucky, I'm like, I'm not lucky. I had to do work. Yeah. I like, hate that term at the best of the times. Oh, I feel like if anyone does not deserve to have be tarred with the, yeah. the, the lucky, the yeah, lucky exactly. brush, it's yourself. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. And I'm just like, you have to like go through stuff to get to where you want to be. And I'm just lucky that there's that word um, <laughs> that I decided to become. Well, I was, yeah wanted to become more self-aware and deal with my shit because I was at kind of like my lowest point. Which none of it is luck. That was all a conscious decision. Yeah, so yeah. And I got yeah. to my lowest point and being like, nah, I need to do something to figure this out because I need to do it for Addy, number one, and then for myself. And I was at such a good stage of my life I when I met you- my partner. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I think that it's the other way around. You do it for you. That will reflect reflect on Addy. Then everything else will. Slow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we like, obviously, there's so many challenges and stuff like that as well to work through. But um, yeah, I I was really happy with who I was and really content at the time when I met Dane. I think that makes a huge, absolutely huge yeah. difference. And 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 what's his family situation? So he has two boys. So now I'm a stepmom. And he's how old got, are his boys? He's got a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. So we've oh got six, gosh. seven, and nine. Yes, all boys, all boys. And how do they get on? <laughs> like, I mean, obviously they get a, they get along really well now. Yeah. Obviously, it was super full on oh, for course, them. When, adjustment period. Yeah, when we um, first got to know each other, and we met as friends, and these he was my friend who had kids, and then yeah. we sort of saw it. They got along, and um. They're all really different, I guess, as most siblings are, but they get along really well now. And we've had. Can I say that would be so nerve wracking? It's hard enough for them. I was like, please don't punch each other out. No, when your parents and their parents meet and you're like, please Mm. get along, please. At least they're grown adults, generally mature, generally know how to handle themselves in a social situation. Oh my gosh, I cannot imagine when it's like, oh, here's this boy, here's two boys. Yeah. Who knows what could happen? Exactly. Exactly, and I was just like stressing so much to begin with, like, oh, they're not going to get along, and this and that, and because they're so, they're all so polar opposite. Um, I would stress out, but then my partner would say to me, he's like, even if we did have three boys together, they're going to fight. Yeah, they're totally. not going to get along. Like, it's going to be exactly the same as any other normal situation, and we're pretty like lucky that they're young because mm. they they have multiple years to grow up yeah. with each other and get used to each other mm. and now they're all like best mates so cool so we do like week on week off and they're all together in one does your <gasps> son miss them when it's the week yeah. off yeah yeah oh, he's, he's a very cool. loving little boy and he's all about family so when he's not around them he's always like where are the boys what are the boys doing and even a month after we got to know each other he was going into school being like oh talking about his brothers his oh he always God, goes my don't. brothers my, these are my they brothers. At the same school 
No, no, they're at separate schools. Yeah. So um, he was always talking about his family, and now he's always going on about he's got a mum and a dad and a stepmummy and a stepdaddy and my brothers. Aww. So he's very so your like inclusive. Found someone as my, well? my ex-partner. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got a partner now too, which is really awesome. Aww, so it's so, just more family. More yeah, love. more family for Addy and he's and just isn't it super funny stoked because about you it. were like so worried that he wasn't yeah. going to have enough yeah. from totally. being everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And now he yeah. has more. Yeah, he has them. so much more. I never in my life thought that I'd be in this position as well. Like I never, when I was going through a really hard time when I was a single mom, I was so down on myself all the time and I'd gone through bad breakups and I had the worst self-confidence ever. And I always just, I remember always being like, no one is ever going to love me enough to want to marry me ever and I pure I honestly believed it with my whole heart and my friends would be like can you remember that time where you were like no one will ever love me and you're like what was I I thinking bitch I'm fabulous (laughs) I'm great (laughs) it's like who would not want to be around me so like yeah it's just crazy the transition that's happened and where I am now my life is so full of abundance like it's fucking stressful but and it would be intense because you've got yeah you it's super intense yeah, parenting life yeah I'm oh I'm not going to pretend that it's easy because people be. are probably parenting isn't easy yeah that. yeah so it's not easy it's it's hard for both Dane and I and he we both struggle with it a lot because both of our kids are super different. Is the and mother to um, his children okay or is she? Yeah, we get along really, like, well, we get along as amicably. much. Amicably. Yeah. And um, my partner and Addie's dad, yeah, can get along. I mean, we're not, we don't have barbecues together which is like you know a dream of mine maybe one day I'm like I just want peace and happiness and everyone to be together and everyone's kind of like yeah it's probably not gonna happen um but people are on the mature level of understanding and exactly yeah and we want to put the kids first so it it does get hard obviously because my partner and I we have both together we have our values and our morals and the way that we do things and our our life is you know we have strict boundaries and all that sort of stuff whereas it's hard because the children then go back Mm. to something completely different yeah Mm. and then it's like everything that you've done is kind of like Mm. reversed Mm. so you got to re like next week yeah it's literally like the next week we have to kind of like it's like a bit turbulent the first and really testing the first day or two and then you kind of get into a smooth rhythm and then it's like they're off again and then it's like that constant pattern of so do you find that um um a lot of structure and um boundaries and a lot of this when you know rules i guess when you come into the house and it's it's your week this is what we do this is what expected does that keep them all in a secure um i don't know frame of mind when they come i think so i think it's like to be completely honest it's something that's always on my and my partner's mind that it's we go, well, this is the way that we live and this these are the boundaries and restrictions that we have. Because drive off yeah, having that. Yeah, definitely. But um, 
we get worried all the time. Like we talk about it all the time that we're worried that, you know, the kids will grow up and be like, I want to be with that parent because they're more fun or they give me this or they give me that. And we're like, yeah, I reckon it would be, yeah, I totally yeah. get be, that. You'd be like, oh, maybe we just shouldn't tell them off about that and be yeah, the fun one And ones. be the fun parents, yeah. But at the end of the day, like you, if you build respect, kids, that's what makes kids yeah. feel secure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we – we just try and stick to our guns and it's good because like obviously I haven't had someone to bounce off for a while it's like are we doing the right thing we you Mm. know bringing our kids up in the right way and all that sort of stuff and it's good to have someone to back you to be like yeah no we're just going to stick to our grant like to our roots and then if we kind of waver there's someone there to go Hey, remember what we're, yeah. like remember what we're trying to do here, sort of thing. So, and what if if like all three of them are misbehaving, will you like would you have the same parenting role over Addie as you will as the other two? Like, yeah, that's the so thing that that, I, that gets especially hard. when it's blended. Yeah, like yeah when it, it gets really hard because it's like when when um for example when uh, my partner first came into Addie's life, I was like. I need someone to be really strict on him, to have boundaries, to be a disciplinary um, because, you know, he needs that in his life. But then I found that you get so defensive over your children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because so, you've got children each. Yeah. I can say be what like, I oh, want don't to be so hard on Yeah, you. yeah, exactly. And so he would be like, babe, you want me to like discipline him and stuff. But then when I do, you're yelling at me and we get in a fight and, you know, there's that. And we had to come to a level ground where I was like, okay, if I want you to be the head of the house and the man of the family, you're going to have to do that and we're going to have to suck it up. So we literally had to sit down and go, okay, what are my expectations of you doing for my child? I have to back you in that. If I'm not okay with that, I don't disrespect you in front of our yeah. children I come and talk to you about that so he was like do you want me to do this do you want me to do that and I was like yes but in the moment I get defensive oh, and sure. sometimes I just have to be like no we're on the same team and, yeah. like, and can I just say that that yeah. is exactly in a, you know a relationship with yeah. the, the actual mum and dad yeah I'm the same. Yeah. Like I said, because me is at an older age, she's six yeah. now, she thinks she's 26. Yeah. And she's like, oh, uh, like, you know, they try to play off the parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, big time. We're, we're sort of onto it now, but I there was a, a time where I would in front of her go, you know, I'd yell at Harry and go, I don't listen to her, don't do that, blah, blah, blah. And now yeah. we we have to actually go and have a private secret parent meeting. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. don't say that. Yeah. And then we come back out and be like, we are. You have to united be united front. front. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you have to be because otherwise it just causes Well, then you disruption. look like weak and then they yeah. go, I'm going to go. I'm going to pick you because yeah. I mean, you're like, the weak one. And especially with his kids if they have, you know, two parents elsewhere as well. And yeah. Then, like so, it would be confusing going from house to house, and then your house they're also yeah at two different rules. Yeah, like, it's too much. I think that's the yeah. hardest thing. And so, yeah, there's been so many things where I'm like, well, if you want me to be like the the housewife or this or that, like I'm going to be doing this and I'm going to be doing that, you need to back me up. Yeah, in that. So we're still figuring it out. It's super hard. Like you probably will forever. And I'm trying to learn <laughs> about three new people yeah like 
that's I think that's the most full on thing is that I'm like, oh, I could be a great stepmom. All I have to do is like be nice to them and read them storybooks and all this and that. And it's like, no, it's no, not no, that no. easy. It's like you have to build individual relationships yeah. as well. Like, yeah. and I'm doing my best to, you know, make them feel safe with mm. me, to make them feel loved, to mm. make them feel secure, like they can come to me. And I'm not ever trying to be their mum ever. Mm. That's there's two different ways. I think some people have to step up mm. and be the mum, but I don't need to. So I'm like, I want to be the best person I can for them. So I've got to learn about their individual little personalities. Mm. And then also, yeah, it's, I wish there was a book. <laughs> like, I'm like, if someone could just give me a book on how to do this, it would be really great. But as you say, they're all individuals. They're so, so individual and it's so different. You never know. And they're kids. Like, even with your own kids, you don't know what's going no. on through their little brains and what they're going through and how they're dealing with things. Like, you got to put yourself in their position and go, well, they've just had like someone completely new come into their life as well. And who came with a child. Who came with <laughs> a mental five-year-old. So, and like completely turned our house upside down and put in all these different rules and restrictions yeah. and things like that. Because the things that I find normal that I've introduced to Addie are not normal to them. Yeah. They're, they're just going what like who is this woman coming yeah. in telling us what to do yeah and so trying to introduce those things in like a gentle way but then you know my partner has to be really strict yeah and it's just like trying not to be too defensive of your own children and actually come together and go okay this is a partnership yeah like we need to be together on this yeah so Oh, it's a journey absolutely and the longer it goes the like the more I'll learn so yeah yeah well thank you for coming in and sharing your deep and darkest secrets you're welcome <laughs> in all seriousness um you know opening up being honest about being a single mum and yeah. having a blended family juggling it all yep. yeah yeah no, thanks so much. We know that some of that was really personal, so we yeah. appreciate it. And I'm sure um, hopefully a lot of our listeners that yeah. are going through similar things or, yeah, appreciate yeah. it too. So for sure. Thank you. Good luck. Thanks. thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beyond the Bump. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and give us a review. If you didn't, good on you. You can also follow us on Instagram at beyondthebump.podcast to stay up to date on behind the scenes and future episodes. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.